Ow. And on that uh, note, I want to welcome yeah, everybody yeah. to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We're sorry, sorry to the rumblers. We're sorry for starting late. Sorry for but starting. That's the kind of people we are. We're <laughs> not late. That's exactly the kind of people we are. I want to welcome the Rumblers, the Ranthers, the Truthers. I want to welcome everybody. Thank you for all your support. Seriously, numbers have been up on Rumble. Numbers have been up on Apple. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And it means the world to us. So thank you. I want to remind everybody. We thank you humbly, humbly, humbly. You can can find us at Ben Stein. You can find Ben at benstein.substack.com. And we are joined tonight by contributing editor from Newsweek and so many other places he just fine in publications his his nickname fine. Is, yeah fine his name is pete 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 contributor roth and uh welcome back as always peter roth thank you gentlemen good to be with you good to be with you sir it's great to be with you and of course the show would not be complete without america's humble servant actor writer provocateur speechwriter to two presidents got a third one elected yeah economist yeah economist, economist. Humorist, and of yeah. course, most importantly, he is a husband. He is a father. He's a grandfather, and second, most importantly, he is the doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Yes, and the, the doctor is freezing. It's it is so called. Cold it's, there. it's unbelievable. It's, it's cold in Los Angeles. I. I it's I, not, uh, sir. It's not just cold. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> ben, I'm the one that has to go to the dog park and spend 40 minutes at a clip with my dog outside. And then so what? That's your problem. Because he's rain. Because it's raining too. Then I got to. Uh, anyways, enough of my complaints. I uh, want to welcome everybody to the world, according to that man Benjamin Jeremy Stein, and they do call him Uncle Ben. And uh, right off the bat, I just have to say, on days like today, I wake up really early. Certain days, I go to the dermatologist. I get shots in my head for a condition that I have. So if I'm not on my uh, Peter, you'll have to pick up the slack. You're not on your Peter. What do you mean by that? <laughs> God, what does that mean? I, not I, on your Peter. I, wow. I, I we've gone pretty far backwards. Here. And yeah, I, I well, wanna... we're uh, we're really racing. We're racing past PG-13 at a pretty good clip here tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and, sure and are. I, I uh, want to wish. Uh, I'm not sure if he's joining us tonight, but he brought it up on Truth that he had to take his. Uh, Daughter to the emergency room the other night. I hope all is well with you, Brady. And uh, God bless you. God bless your daughter from all of us. Uh, may, Very I, much I, so. I, Very I, much I really so. pray that everything's okay. Yes, we pray that. And uh, right off the bat, Ben, I want to just say something really cool. And you've met him yeah. in your building. Cool. And uh, Guns N' Roses, yes, Guns N' Roses announced that they are doing a world tour again. And the first place they are playing is wow. Tel Aviv. And I gotta give them credit Wonderful. because they, they that BBS they are, were my neighbors and they were great neighbors. Yeah, they, they were are, great they, neighbors. They decided to say "f you" to the BDS movement and "f you" to cancel culture, and that's Good rock and them. roll. That's punk Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's as punk and rock. And Not roll like as that you get. piece of shit, Mister Whatever his name is, Roger Waters. Uh, Roger Waters, and so many of them, Ben. It's so many of them. And you're and and we got to give you a, a hero's due because you're you're the same way. You got uh, cojones the size of Bayonne, Ben, and you uh, you speak your sure. mind. You speak your mind. You speak the honesty. You don't do it for reaction. You just do it because that's what you think, and you've been doing it for over fifty-five years. Just doing what you think, not worrying about what's said afterwards. 
just your intellectual honesty. And, and so many people have said to me this week, I swear to you, since the Aunt Jemima uh, commercial, uh, that uh, they wish they had that courage. And well, wait a minute. That, ah, they just see some of the other things I've said. They wouldn't believe it. They just hear some of the things I've said. They wouldn't believe it. Well, I, I'm just glad you haven't waffled. That's <laughs> oh, very funny. Very funny. It's, it's terribly funny, isn't it? <laughs> terribly funny, isn't it? I, 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 I debated right, whether or not I was going to say that. Um, Peter, yeah. have you, but uh, you, uh, you, do you, you know, know what, you, but you, what famous you politician may... I'm referring to when I say that's terribly funny, isn't it? Isn't it? It's terribly funny, isn't it? Who, uh, who, who Mr. said Nixon? that? No. Uh, Joe McCarthy, tailgunner ah, Joe. But it's ah. always a good guess with Ben Stein, and it's really yes. funny. Oddly enough, it, 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 I was telling Ben the story. Ben's got two books coming out, and one of them on Richard Nixon. So I was sending one to his publisher, and I was in FedEx, and I'm like, you know, printing a, a couple of extra copies. I'm not sure why people don't have email doing this, but they had a couple copies, and I was honored to do it. And I'm sitting there in Beverly Hills, and I have Richard Nixon's face in three columns plastered across and i'm like thinking to myself this could go you know I, somebody's gonna and this guy this older gentleman next to me said man i love that dude and uh i was yeah like, he was the greatest yeah i was Talk like about that balls the size of bayonne yeah he risked nuclear war to save eretz israel he literally went to defcon 2 to save Israel. No, now, I, I, you tell me any other leader ever, ever in history has done that. No, you're 100% correct, but I was just happy with that happening in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica. I would not have had the same reaction. And then Peter, a woman walked by me and said, I'm friends with Spiro Agnew's uh, kids and grandkids. Do they know each other? And I was like, I think so. I, I, you know, And I was just, I was happy with the reaction I got, Peter, because as you well know, with people wanting to cancel and, and freak out over fake woke outrage, uh, Peter, it could have gone differently. We love absolutely, Nixon, and we love uh, Agnew was okay too. Although uh, later in life he became the paid stooge of the Arabs. At least he wasn't Paul Dean, Ron Dean, John Dean, John Dean, John Dean. I have, I, I have, I have shared, as I'm sure you have been. Uh, at least a time or two, a TV set with John Dean back when I was a young whelp and the, and the House of Representatives were deciding whether or not to impeach Bill Clinton for his improper behavior with a White House intern young enough to be his daughter um, in the Oval Office. John wait, Dean wait, was wait, my wait. seatmate. Um, and I took an instant disliking to the man. I mean, he was just, I'd read his book. He, he was just smug, oily. Um, just, Always just, has been. Always just has just been. the kind of guy you knew would mastermind a betrayal. And what's actually very funny about that is, Ben, I have a, we have a cleaners out here. We go to Milton, Milton Eaties that's open about, I think it's open 24 hours a day. And I was getting Ben's uh, dry cleaning done. And uh, he, he said, Ben Stein. And he said, you know, we started talking about and he we started talking about I think that something with John Dean used to be a client or whatever. And he goes, I what a what that rat. And this woman, this woman behind us 
hated the conversation. And the next time I saw him, he goes, you'll never guess what happened. And I said, that woman decided not to do her business here anymore. And he said, a hundred percent correct. And, uh, but he had the courage. I, I, it's, it's, it's great when you hear people, Ben, screaming back and raging back against well, people. Well, uh, yeah, John Dean, he was quite a guy. I remember, uh, I, now, uh, there used to be a thing called the White House mess, which was called a mess, not because it was a mess, it was incredibly neat, but because it was run by the Navy, and so it was like a Navy missile, and you had to be quite a high official to eat there. I was not a high enough official to eat there. But my father was. And he took me there, and I was looking around the room and all these very distinguished-looking people. And there's this guy who looks like he should be kind of selling drugs to teenagers. And uh, it was John Wesley Dean. And, uh, well, he had a very, very attractive wife with huge tits. <laughs> Maureen. And, right. and and it's so it's so funny. It's... it's uh, it, it, I love Ben's sense of humor, and I love his. And Peter, you too. You're you're well, very funny. A, Peter's a very funny guy. He uh, texts me quite often. Uh, very Borscht Belt uh, comedian stuff. But you, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to the world according to Ben Stein, and I want to welcome everybody to the show. And Ben, there was a. It's it, it's really funny. I was telling you uh, there was a, your, which your son sent me a, a really great video of a, a black guy that has a, a YouTube show, and he was so pro Ben Stein on the Aunt Jemima thing. And so are every single comment in his section. And it's funny, I bet I would listen, I obviously it's anecdotal data, but I would venture to say to most African Americans, Aunt Jemima was a hero. They, uh, people, of she course she was, she was, an, she, look, she was the first black woman to do any kind of mass market commercials. And the people who made that incredibly wonderful pancake syrup were not ashamed to have her. It took some commie, uh, politically correct, creep crap shitheads to make uh, trouble about it. I mean, she, nobody thought that the product was any worse because it was, being advertised by a black woman. Everyone knows black women are incredibly good at making food. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 Peter. It's this fake woke outrage and white white woke outrage. I should say walking around looking for reasons to be offended, so yeah, that you can right, put somebody right. else on the defensive, so that you can seize the moral high ground. I yeah, can understand sorry. why some people might be uncomfortable with the with the original logo or or the iterations of the logo over the years or the origin of the name Aunt Jemima, which which may or may not have some connection to to the phrase Jim Crow. I've been I've been reading. Oh up Christ, that's on nonsense. Where on earth? Where on earth did that it's come somebody's, from? That somebody's somebody's theory. I've been I've been reading up on it, but you well, know, there are a lot, a of, lot theories. of people. You know, though, theories are like assholes. Everyone has one. Everyone has one. That's right. But but you know, I'm also thinking back to my childhood, and in a way, it was a little bit comforting because mom was making breakfast and I was being taken care of, and I was getting a decent meal of pancakes and syrup and some bacon from Aunt Jemima, and, and, it, and, it, and it creates, for me, good memories. I mean, 
not everybody well, we have some has problems with this in we the have problems with audio. Wait a minute. We have got some audio problems. Are we here. having problems with the audio? Let me close very bad, down. Very bad problems with the audio. On who you? I hear him perfectly bad. Well, I don't. Okay, well, I don't. Um, no offense. That doesn't mean he's a worse person. Do you I hear me? Okay. I, I no, I don't. I don't hear anyone. Okay, uh, Raul, come over and fix this, please. Yes, sir. Raul, if you don't mind logging Ben out and logging him back in, it's, it's. I think it's a problem with the with the internet. What happened, sir? Where the sound is all screwed up. Are you able to hear me now? Because I can hear I you hear fine. You. Both I hear you, but there's a lot of static. How about yeah, I, I think it might be. The I, hear you, I hear you, but there's a lot of static. I, I think it might be the internet going on in your house, uh, but that's fine. We'll figure it no, out. No, 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 no. Nobody. No, that's not it. Everything else is fine. Everything else is absolutely fine. As, try it again. As uh, are you there? Can you hear us? I hear you, but there's a lot of static. I I I, I, I promise if you log out and have Raul log out and log you back in. Right. Go ahead, log out. And you don't need to you take your headsets off. Log out and then log me back in. Okay, if you just tuned in, you are listening okay. to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, and we'll be back with Benjamin Jeremy Stein in a second when we log out of his computer and log back in uh usually and, and while he's doing that am i supposed to juggle or, or yeah you're supposed or, to play you're supposed or, to play or, or do the soft shoe or or play the popcorn popper music or something that, to, that, to that, vamp that, until he comes back that, that, that's exactly what you should be doing by the way i i think you know I, I i feel like you know i feel like doc severinson and you know johnny's gotten up and left the desk and i'm, and I'm actually i'm actually do. i'm actually, actually i'm just shocked that you had a breakfast of bacon eggs and waffles and uh pancake syrup i never would have imagined that being not, your... not every day not every day and sometimes it was dinner but the point is that it was that it was it was part of something that made me feel comfortable, appreciated, cared for by my parents, by my mother who cooked the meal, by my father who worked his tail off to put a roof over my head and clothes on my back and to allow me to live in a good neighborhood with good schools so that I could go and make something of my life. And I am tired of the radical victim movement trying to destroy the memories of my childhood or trying to make me feel guilty about things that I associate with happy memories that outrage them. And now I'm supposed to just throw all my happy memories out the window because they're ticked off that, that, this, that this woman with a shmata on her head was the symbol of pancakes and syrup for a hundred years. Yes. And welcome back, Ben Stein. And Ben, everything is in context and everything is in time. And we've forgotten so much about that. Uh, you know, they don't show the little rascals. They don't show the little rascals on TV anymore. Somebody that they just decided at one point not to show Turn it. Because the, the top one. I'm, I'm giving directions to the stage crew. Uh, they, okay. they, but everything was 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 in time. And you brought up something we, that people forget about, and most people don't know about, is how many people died for the, in the Civil War. Nobody oh yeah, see, no, mm -hmm. that was just something nobody talks about. Let's talk about it. 
The wait, wait, what's going on? Turn that off, please. The, the white race in America was the master race. It's not a nice word, not a nice phrase. I nobody will question that. So, but so there were certain, or like, let's say roughly when the Civil War began, roughly, roughly 26 million or 27 million white people and roughly 4 million slaves. <clears throat> Life of slave, horrible, really terrible, but much better than it had been when they were back in Africa. Much better, no comparison. Okay, now, Civil War was fought. Roughly, this is roughly, 700,000 white people died in that war to free the slaves. Almost no slaves fought in the war. Some did, yes. There's a great movie about that called Glory. Some did, there was no doubt. And they did magnificently, magnificently. The black man has, as part of his basic genetic makeup, a stunning amount of physical courage. Okay. Okay. Nobody ever mentions that, that hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of white people died to free the black people. That's never happened before in all of human history that the master race went to war to free the slave race. It's never happened before or since. And do, 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 do white people get any credit for it? Of course not. Are you kidding? No. I think it's, yeah. I, I think you raise it, he, Peter. The point he raises, and he's brought it up, but I think it's an amazing point that people should really know. But I really also think it's every time people are hating on this country, that didn't happen in other countries. Okay, that didn't and not, that, never happen in any other country. Yeah, Peter, never happened no, anywhere. That's right. We 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 fought a noble battle for a noble cause, that all men should live free. And I was thinking about that the last time I was on and you took us out, you sang the battle hymn of the Republic. And yes, God bless many, you. In many of the, of the, of the, of the hymn books in the, in the modern American Christian church, the verse, as they died to make men holy, yes, let us die to make men free which is how it is originally yes. written, was yes, changed yes, by yes. the PC police to live to make men free, which I think, <laughs> which I think neuters the sacrifice. Of course, you know, of the, course. The, son, the sons of, of farmers and carpenters and, and lawyers and doctors and teachers and, and laborers and people who are immigrants to this country put on the Union Blue to go eradicate slavery from absolutely and many of the people who put on the confederate gray had no frigging wish at all to continue slavery a huge number a very very large number of people who fought for the confederacy really wanted to have anything to have anything to do with slavery they just wanted the country to get back together and every state to have its own right to do it one but they the huge majority of southerners did not own slaves never had any plans to own slaves, nobody in their family owned slaves. So the idea that this country was a slave-holding monster place, it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense dreamed up by people who want to make trouble for America. They want to make trouble, and they're trying to gain 
sociological, political, and economic advantage over the people that they perceive has the, have the power, which is kind of interesting because it, it, I'm, I'm looking around and it, it looks at least in political terms and in terms of the national conversation, they have the power right now. And it's tremendously frustrating. You bet. You they bet. don't want to have an intelligent a, argument based on history. It's a racial dictatorship at this point. I mean, and it's a racial dictatorship in which you can't say anything questionable about anyone, not just African-Americans. They, by the way, have contributed so much to America. It's unbelievable. Why is America the envy of the world? Not because we have freeways, not because we have the coolest cars, because of rock and roll, because of rock and roll. And where did that come from? That didn't come from some a-hole at Harvard. That came from the black man in the cotton fields. Does he ever get any credit for it? Oh, no, 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 never. You know, you both have raised great points, and it's extremely well said. And this is why I love uh, doing this with Ben. Uh, oh, I got the honor of doing it with Ben because he puts things in historical context, and nobody puts things into historical context. They take a moment, a blurb in time, and uh, they just roll with it, not knowing anything about history, not one iota, Peter. And uh, it's that, that's why it's so important that we do get into these discussions. But, but you know, I want to I want to come back to something that you that you that you said, because I don't think it is precisely correct. If, if I heard you right, that, that you're not allowed to say anything bad about anyone. And I don't think that's true. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're you're, you're allowed to say bad things about people that run companies. You're you're allowed to say bad things about white men. You're allowed to say bad things about Christians in general. You're allowed to say bad things about Jews. You're allowed to say bad things about women who think it's wrong to kill babies in the womb. Oh, that's, that's right. Fine. You're you're totally right. You God can say whatever you, you want. God bless you. Yes. About those right. groups of people, and yeah. there may and there may be some others that I've that I have just omitted, and I apologize if I've left you <laughs> off the list of people. It's okay to pick on. Um, check the internet. I'm sure there's a list somewhere. Google who's it okay to pick on, and <laughs> no, the, I, I, I'm sure really there's good, a list Peter. at Harvard or much. at Stanford University totally or someplace, right. or, or right. you know, editorial to- page of the New York Times. You're totally right, but, but you're totally people, right. People who don't want to have a serious conversation that produces compromise and consensus to move this country forward try to pigeonhole their opponents into corners by making them feel guilty, by making them seem like they're racist, sexist, ageist, um, imagist, uh, and that they're bad people whose opinions, therefore, don't count. Uh, well, well put. Yeah. And, well and, put. and Ben, I want to say well to, to Peter's point, obviously, I was implying that, but yet you're 100 mm-hmm. percent correct. And you said it perfectly. Ben, I, I don't blame the commie white woke person. I don't. This is just the anger who they are. The people I blame are the wussy Republican conservatives who have not fought back in this arena, who have taken it laying down and they have allowed themselves, as Peter said, pigeonholed into not being able to fight these fights and learn how to talk 
and just they, they've they've taken it lying, laying down. And Ben, it's I blame Republicans. I blame I, I really do blame Republicans for this. So there, that, that's my rant on Republicans. Well, I blame some Republicans, but I, I I'm, I'll be a Republican until the day I die. And that's probably not that far along, considering that I don't have my hands in my stir up anymore. I don't blame the Republicans. Oh, I do. I bl- Peter, Peter, I blame, Peter. I blame, no, I blame the people who are doing it. Show me, no, because, Peter, show because, me a Republican that fights back against this it's, other it's, than it's, President it's, Trump. Other no, than wait, it's, wait, it's, wait, well, wait, wait, wait. There's, wait, there's wait, Ben wait, Stein. Just, yeah, I'm talking about yeah, What am I? Chopped liver? I, I, I just oh. said Ben Stein. Judith. I know. I'm talking about in public office. But hold on a second. Most, there are so many Americans who are just sensible, decent, honest, honorable people who want to live their own lives and don't want to offend anybody else. I mean, it's not like the British who, who you know, have an odd sense of humor because they live in terror of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. But, but people who, who, who may toss off a remark that somebody finds offensive and they genuinely feel bad about that. And there are social agitators who follow the rules written by Saul Alinsky, who try to exploit that innate goodness in the American people to put them on the defensive. And that's who I blame for all of this stuff. Fair, is the, fair, is the, fair, is the people point. who are manipulating good, honest, kind people who want to do the right thing and are being told by certain folks that the right thing is actually the wrong thing. And my wait, point- wait, wait, what's, what, is, what, is, what is the right thing these days? What is the right thing? Um, I think it's to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. What about your parents? Well, that's the that's in, 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 in the Baptist church um, uh, where I attend. They, 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 they teach that that's the encapsulation of the first five and the second five commandments, that the first five are about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. And the second five are about loving your neighbor as yourself. And that includes honoring your parents and not coveting and not committing adultery. Um, and, and just wait a minute, you're wait a minute. not committing adultery, not committing adultery. Yes. That's and if you just tuned in, you are listening to the hour of power. And I love Peter. Our phones are open. Call in with your pledges. And I love that Peter. Numbers on the screen. I love that Peter. I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not meaning to preach, but you asked me, you know, what is the no, right no, no, thing? No, no, no. Hold on a second. <laughs> and and, and, and my, my sense of right and wrong, and I, I think the sense of right and wrong that is inherent in classical liberalism is influenced by Judeo-Christian teachings. And that's where I go. I, I don't go, I don't go to the political, um, the political books and the political leaders for my guidance on right and wrong, unless I go to my spiritual base first. I, I've got to be right with right and wrong first there before I go. I think you're completely Out right in the political world. I don't think anybody here will disagree with you. You got to be right with God and you got to be right with the world before you go out. And uh, 
there's a famous expression and especially in the 12 steps it's pause when agitated and i really wish so many pause people when agitated or doubtful I, I wish so many people out there before they t- type something in or decided to write something or send something hurtful would just take that moment of pause and we've lost all sense of pause and if you just tuned in you are listening to the world according to that man benjamin jeremy stein we're joined tonight by peter the contributor roth and uh who hails from the great state of virginia and of course benjamin jeremy stein and ben as we're talking about and this is the 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 craziest thing to me as we're talking about this crazy nonsense which should be really crazy nonsense but it's not because it destroys people's lives here north korea sent four missiles on friday into the pacific that's uh that 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 that, that's what we're what were they aiming at uh Hopefully the Pacific Ocean. I was thinking that. I had that same exact thought, Peter, by the way. And we have real world problems, Ben. People in Palestine. in, uh, in But we know that they're crazy. We know the real problems, the real problem. They're they're very well armed and they're crazy. Yeah. So there you are. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm getting something on my screen that says your internet connection is unstable. Yes, that's why you have been having those issues with the before, like I mentioned, with the scratching sound, because time time for a new router. That's what was happening. It's not it's not that Ben Ben is in a Ben's house is quite big and uh, it's probably very windy. The wind, it's very very cold in the area. And sometimes the like like the building in Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh yeah, Ernie Hudson today. That's I a whole in, other. Yeah, I was yeah. In, there's I, another one. and and that's <clears throat> you know, I I like Ernie Hudson. I like him in Ghostbusters. I like him in the Quantum Leap reboot. But but you know, for him to come out and say all those things, if it wasn't for Ghostbusters, no one would know who Ernie Hudson is. Who is? I don't know who he is right now. No, he's he's an actor. He was in Ghostbusters. You'd recognize him. No, I was in Ghostbusters too. Right. He. I think he was yes. too. Yeah. He's the. He's. Yeah. yeah he was. They yeah, all. He was. They all came. They all came back to yeah. Ghostbusters and, too, and, and then and, Ghostbusters three was with the women, and that didn't go over so well. Um, so they did Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was the sort of the continuation. Okay, the original so you've story seen line. all this crap. And you haven't seen Tropic Thunder. I actually did not see Ghostbusters Afterlife. I missed it. Okay, but you saw the I Ghostbusters. I was very disappointed. But you saw the Ghostbusters before. You've I, seen, you're, you're sending me YouTube videos of, of, uh, of whatever. Yeah, you and you don't make, have time. But, but I am a huge fan of the Ghostbusters movies. It's because they are, they are free market, limited government. Right. I mean, who's the villain in the Ghostbusters? The guy from the EPA. I don't, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Uh, you know, uh, in the original Ghostbusters Peter, movie. I, I, I don't know. Peter, here's the deal. We want you on next Thursday night. You have to watch <laughs> Tropic Thunder, Tropic of Thunder between, now, between now okay. and now. I will, I will do that. Okay? I promise I, I commit listen, to doing that. I cannot listen to a per- person referencing Ghostbusters that hasn't and and has seen the all female Ghostbusters. No, that, I, I didn't see no, it. I knew no, about it. I no. didn't. Oh, see you it. saw it. We know you. No, saw I it. didn't. I didn't. See we it. know I you saw it. it. Yes, you did. I couldn't tell you who was in it. Yes, you did. You saw it. And no, I, I promise, I did. I did. <laughs> and tonight we're having. But, a it, but the original, you get Dan Aykroyd saying things like, "I've worked for the private sector. They expect results." I mean, how much more free market can you get? It was such a great Reagan era movie. I, I've never met anybody that that has the love and admiration and quotes 
the Ghostbusters like you do. I got to be honest with you. Most people just know the song and remember a few scenes and and uh, who are you going to call Ghostbusters? But you've apparently taken that movie into your soul. I, I was a, I, it was it was 1984. Ronald Reagan was running for reelection. It was morning in America. The college Republicans were running around as Fritz Busters. Ben, what was your favorite decade? Oh, the 70s by far. Great. Do you care to expand or just leave it at the same? Well, I just had a lot of fun. A lot of drugs, a lot of fame. And, and I don't think I'll say anymore because my wife is watching. Although you did have way more fame later on. but Way uh, more fame, way more. All yeah. right, my favorite decade is right now because every day I get to spend very large parts of the day with my wife. That's my favorite time that there's ever been in history. But I'd like to get to something else if I may. If I may. Today, I went to the Palm for lunch in Beverly Hills. It's a very nice restaurant, very, very expensive, but that doesn't matter to me. Anyway, and I had a very good meal. And, and I looked around the room and there's almost no one there. There was, there was no one there that I knew except the staff. Time passes. When I first came here in the 70s, I used to have lunch at the Palm three or four times a week, and I would be with really famous people like John Didion and John Dunn, George Discant, very, very, very successful agent. Now, it's just nobody there. What's going on? What's happened? Time has passed. Time, time, time. That's the enemy. Time is the enemy. Time is the enemy. And uh, it's 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 very interesting, though, that he brings this up because uh, Peter, Peter, I know you're a big fan of this. You're 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 knowledgeable about these things. And it, when it gets to celebrity, celebrities dead there, there's there aren't there aren't those people that you see very few people that you see at a place. And we live in Los Angeles that you go, oh, wow, that's so and so. And Ben used to be all the time and, and, and all the time. Yeah. And real all and, the time. And as you wrote for your in your GQ articles, uh, your Monday at Morton's, it's a very different time, Peter, where we where we had different types of people. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's changed. Everybody wants to blame it on anything. But, Peter, we've lost that those things that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, you don't see as many celebrities out when you go out in Washington either. You know, where are I, they? I, 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 part of it was the gift ban. You know, you can't take a congressman out to lunch anymore. Um, I did not know that. I didn't know that. But yeah, you, you <clears throat> unless you've got a long-standing personal relationship, you know, they've got to pay for their own lunch. So you can't. If you're a lobbyist, you can't take a congressman to Morton's or the Capitol Grill or you know any of the any of the steakhouses in D.C. The prime rib. Um, so I think you know, that had something to do. But that started in the '80s or the '90s. Um, I still think it's part of the COVID hangover. People just don't want to go out. You know, they've, they've, they've learned oh, to I budget their I've, time just, in different ways. A lot of people. Well, I don't know what to say about that. So that's a, probably a good point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know we know I that got. to be true with movies. Uh, mm -hmm. We know that to be true with the movies for sure. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I don't know if that's the case, Ben, or not, but I know it's, it's got to be heartbreaking for you because I know how much nostalgia and, and great fondness and memories you have for so many of these places 
Uh, there was a restaurant in Beverly in uh, West Hollywood uh, called Morton's on Melrose, not the Morton Steakhouse. This one was founded by the son of that guy. Uh, and it was the hippest place in the world. Uh, it would be full of really cute girls at the bar, two or three deep. And once I was there with a really, really cute girl, a stone bitch, but she was really cute. And I said to her, what do these women want here? What are they doing here? What do girls want? Are they looking for a rich husband? Are they looking for sex? What are they looking for? What do they want? And my friend, this woman who's a witch from hell, said they don't know what they want. It's a very and, thing to bear good good thing to bear in mind when you're thinking about modern women. And and you know it's also oh oh my god I have a much better thing to say about modern movie. women. What modern women what? modern woman? But go on. I never even heard of it. Are you kidding? I never even heard of it. Are you kidding? It was Modern okay. Love, Peter. What was the movie called with Albert Brooks? Oh, uh, um, come back to me. I'll I'll have it. Okay, then go on. Okay, I was talking to my, I have two psychiatrists because that's how sick I am. And I, I, uh, I, I was talking Don't knock psychiatry, about, put me through college. Are you a psychiatrist? My father was. It did a lot of good. But Ben, go on. God, God bless him. Uh, I was talking to one of my two psychiatrists, I can't remember which one. And I asked him about women having... Uh, what what women's fantasies are now i said do they have fantasies of a tough guy with tall high leather boots and a whip whipping him into shape no even in their dreams they are not allowed to have fantasies in which the man is dominant isn't that interesting they don't allow themselves that so <laughs> modern romance i think is the film you're thinking of so and, and and this is why people really need to tune into the world, according to Ben Stein, because Ben Stein doesn't only have his views on Aunt Jemima. He's got his views on women. He's got his views on a lot of other things. Well, and, I haven't been married to the perfect woman, and, so uh, that changes course. everything. Uh, no, of course. but uh, And she I, has a very good nurse named Gemma, who uh, is also very close to being perfect. And since both of you are, I'm the single one. I'm the one that knows the least, Peter, uh, about women. Uh, but uh, I'm not. I'm not at all sure that's true, Judah. I am not. A, I am finding out every day how much I don't know. That's all you got for for Ben's uh, for for Ben's. Uh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm not. I can't top anything that he said. I'm just finding out every day how much I thought I knew about women that I don't. I will just tell you that I am married to a saint, a living, breathing saint, and uh, very few people, I think, can say that. Well, but you're you're completely right. Uh, many people, a living, people, breathing saint. Most most people can't say it's, that. And breathing. I, let me ask you right. though a question, Ben, because uh, I think that this uh, getting back to um, what gave you the fortitude when you made projects or you wrote things to not really give a crap about the reaction as much as you, the point was you writing it. What, 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 what gave you that fortitude to not read reviews? I would have, I, I, I would have, I would surely have written what they wanted, but I didn't know what they wanted. I mean, they're so fucking dumb that it just isn't even on my screen. I mean, I remember the last script that I ever wrote for money 
was uh, for a very small production company, and uh, they delegated to to supervise my to edit my script when it was done. A woman who had been a receptionist there, and she said, "It's it's too like it's like poetry. I mean, it's like it doesn't like you can't follow it step by step like you should." And I said, "Well, let me ask you a question, you bitch. Uh, do you mean a?" a Screenplay should be more like a set of directions to operate a Xerox machine or more like a poem. She said, well, it's a set of directions to operate a Xerox machine. That's how long ago it was, people had a Xerox machine. And I said, okay, fine. And I, I never even tried to sell another script. But luckily, I had a very wealthy wife, and so uh, I uh, did not have to worry about money. And what year was that? <clears throat> Let's see. I think it was around 1993 or four. Wow. What about you, Peter? I know you, Peter, and I really want people to encourage Peter because he's actually got a brilliant idea that he's sitting on. Like uh, he's got so many, he writes 46,000 articles a day and he's got a brilliant idea for a movie script. And there's a really good idea and he's not doing anything with it. And we all need to encourage Peter, regardless of whether they say yes or no, Pitch it, write it. Who I'll cares? get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get to it. Yeah. People who live in Alexandria who don't have relatives or friends or a long standing in Hollywood, they have a really great chance of selling a script. Yeah. Good, yes. luck. Good, good luck. Well, I, good I luck. have two friends in Hollywood now. I've got you guys. <laughs> He's not in Hollywood. I'm in Hollywood. And I'm not in Hollywood so that anyone would even recognize sure. me anymore, yeah. except at the meat counter at uh, pavilions there, they would recognize me. And by the way, let's talk about meat. Today, the U.S. ambassador, no, I do too. The U.S. ambassador to Eretz Israel said, we stand with Israel against Iran. We are in lockstep with them. We will never allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. And we are behind Israel 100%. And I know, I've said a million times, I'm a Republican. I think I'll always be a Republican. But let's give credit to Mr. Biden for doing this. I mean, come on. Come on, guys. I, I, this is where I have to stop. Come on, get is, off your ass. This it's is where, Ben, this is where I statement. have to I have to so disagree with you on this. I'm sorry with all due respect, but Ben... I read the Israeli news on a daily basis. I see what the Secretary of State says. I see what the Secretary, uh, the UN ambassador has this said. Guy's ambassador to Israel. Yeah, I understand. And and this and last week, and last week they would not promise that they would not veto. It's talking out of all sides of their mouth. Yeah, of course. Uh, okay. Gonna, They're not going to. I I okay. You know what? If there's just, if it's just talking out of the, the side of the mouth, that's the ambassador to Israel. I'll take it and run. I, I, I will I, absolutely I, not, but okay. I'm, I'm glad we got onto this, Ben, because I found something I wanted to share with you. I, I was, it popped up in one of my social media feeds. It was a, a quote that's attributed to Golda Meir, who was the prime minister during the 73 war. And she said, if we had to have a choice between being dead in pity and being alive with a bad image, we'd rather be alive and have the bad image. Wow. Yeah, Golda Meir I, was the queen I, of quotes. I, I I think that's just a just a, a it just it just gets you really right, you know, right in the heart. 
that it is an expression of fortitude. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's and, great. And it's great. And direction. That's, great. And, that's what a lot of Israeli leaders have said. I mean, yeah. uh, a lot of them have said, for example, we don't want to set an example to the world of nobility and sacrifice. We want to set an ability and set an example of the world of longevity. Yeah. And and yes. and and like I said, I'm going by what they've been saying for the past three months about the settlements and everything else and the UN. I'm not going by what they're saying about we have your back with Iran, uh, Iran. Of course, they, you do it. So it, 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 it's great. Israel's the one that's going to have to actually do the job. And that whole region wants Israel to do the job uh, with Iran. That's why. That's a hell of a lot more than most Democrats have said. You, you know. You know what? I'm, I I can't give credit to a, a situation that they they are literally on the ground right now. It, this, the, the 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 DNC in Israel and other parts of the world and spreading that message of you have sixty thousand people at rallies every day or a lot many thousands in Israel screaming that same slogan that by that this before that we had before the the, the Senate uh, elections democracy's in danger every day you have in front of in front of the Knesset over there which is the parliament you have people screaming the same exact words Peter that they screamed here the same exact talking points that they were screaming here so what's wrong with that What's wrong with because that? you're because it's interfering with the way the country's being able to be run. They're trying to overthrow a, a, a fellow no, democracy. That's great. I I will say this, even among that's foreign true, policy God bless conservatives you, who are reliable supporters of Israel, they have expressed tremendous unease about the current government, the constitution of the current Netanyahu government, because it is dependent upon the religious parties. They fear the influence of the religious parties there as they fear the influence of religious parties here in the American right. That, that somehow they're, 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 they're just not tracking with what the rest of the world thinks and what the rest of the world wants to do. My opinion, I don't care what the rest of the world thinks. I, right, right. I don't care what the rest of the world thinks. The rest of the world is a bunch of anti-Semite pigs. I don't get, give a damn what they say. I want Israel to be well-armed and have the guts it has always had. And I think we should give lots and lots of credit to Mr. Nides, who said what he said about we've got Israel back and we're not going to let Iran have a nuclear bomb. I, 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 I think, I, I you know, this you is know. the same Mr. Nides who last week said he was not sure that the, about with, with, with the voting, with, the, with with vetoing the vote. This is the same Mr. Nides who puts constant pressure on Israel every single day, Ben. I to read Israeli news. Constant pressure I, to do what? With the settlements, with their judicial system that they're trying to rehaul. They have a lot that's going on there. And this ambassador and this State Department have been horrifically trying to interfere with this. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, God I bless think, you. God I'll, bless you, Jude. If you, if you can find fault with the Biden administration after what Ambassador Nye said today, you're quite, you've got quite super good microscopic vision. Um, okay. I, 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 you, you mentioned something, though. 
that it's important that we consider, especially at this time, now that it has been announced that President Carter has en entered end-of-life hospice care. Now, we don't know if that's days, weeks, months, but at 98, he is not well. It is because of Jimmy Carter that we have to live in fear of Iran getting nuclear weapons. 100%. We bring that up all if the time. If you did a poll today of the Iranian people, if you could do a poll today of the Iranian people and ask them, would you rather live under the government you have now or would you rather live under the government you had under the Shah that Jimmy Carter pulled the rug out from under in 1977? I know how that poll would turn Absolutely out. Absolutely right. And there, the there, there we all agree. What? So much of the nonsense that we are dealing with today in this world that threatens America's American lives, American interests, is a direct result of the screw-ups Jimmy Carter made while he is president, when he was president of the United States. And the progressives on the left are just waiting for the opportunity for him to die so they can go ahead and rewrite history. And okay. erase all Jimmy Carter's mistakes from the history books. Well, with all due and respect, make him out I, to be a better president than he was. With all due respect, I had the great pleasure of writing for the wonderful, wonderful magazine Penthouse years ago. And they were really nice to me. They were the nicest people I ever worked for in my whole life about Jimmy Carter. And I found out with not that much research that he was the biggest liar in America. Everything he said about himself was, was made up. But he's dying. And we have a saying, de mortuis nil nisi bonum. Right? Do you know what that means? I do not. It means about the dead, speak nothing but good. I could think of maybe like Hitler, but um, uh, and well, he's others. not dead. He's not dead yet, so I don't have to speak good of him. But we're 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 on the cusp. Judah, your point is well taken. To rewrite history, I can't tell if you're being serious, but <laughs> no, about, no, what, about what Jimmy Carter did to this country Hitler? and to the world. <laughs> No, it's he was a terrible uh, and, guy. Yeah. He's a terrible, terrible guy. That, sir, sir, he was a terrible, terrible. He's guy. he's he's a he's an awful, still living person, uh, and uh, I'm sure he's going to get the hero's welcome when he dies, and we'll have to mourn, and we'll have we'll have the flags lowered, and they'll reminisce about the lies that Ben is is so eloquently pointed out. Oh, well, you should is, read this article. He was never a nuclear engineer. He was never the captain of an of a nuclear nuclear submarine. He was not a peanut farmer. He grew up as rich as rich can be. It's just all... It's, it's all sort of fascinating that both him and Biden are tellers of tall tales that never happened. Uh, uh, he and Biden. He and Biden. He what? That's how you get... He, that's, how you get that's how you get to be president as a Democrat. Right. You lie. You lie, you lie and you about have, who you and are you have, and you lie about what you're going to do. And you have the media behind you. He was, Carter was running against one of the great men, the great men, Mr. Ford, a really, yeah. really great man. And he wasn't. Ford did what a lot of people wouldn't have done and what George Bush didn't do. Uh, he pardoned uh, He pardoned Richard Nixon. And uh, That's and right. That's very good, Judah. And, and the, reason, the reason I'm bringing that up, why it's so important that he did that was it was Donald Trump that pardoned Scooter Libby. It was Donald Trump that commuted the sentences of so many people that Bush should have done. 
that he didn't yes. do. And it's so important that we remember those types of things, the loyalty and uh, realizing, the, realizing, Absolutely. realizing, Absolutely. realizing those wrongs. And we have run out of time. And on that note, oh, no. you could, you, we, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to disagree and it's good to agree. Uh, we, uh, that, that's what makes life fun. But at the end of the day, you don't hold a grudge. And as Ben said, you don't talk crap and uh you, you just you just behave behave like a human and peter like peter said you're really good with the god stuff tonight so good on you peter and uh and thank you for reminiscing about the bacon and eggs and waffles and the syrup and i have this image in my head of little peter thank you uh and with, i want to thank with, with the syrup all over my face i don't think that's what he was referring to but anyway go ahead <laughs> i want to thank the rumblers the ranthers the truthers i want to thank everybody and Brady, it's good to know everything has worked out. Uh, God bless you. Uh, God bless your daughter. And uh, I want to thank the, uh, everybody. Remember benstein.substack.com. Even if you disagree with us, tell us over there. Tell us some truth. We don't care what you tell us. And uh, Peter, where do people find you? Uh, you can find me at newsweek.com, dailycaller.com, and on social media, I'm the Roth Draft. Yes, you are. And it's a good name. And of course, you can find Ben on Truth Social or trending on certain places. Like, <laughs> and uh, you can find them all over spectator.org, Newsmax, who has a book coming out for. And uh, also, I, I'm so really excited to read his new book about Nixon. The cover is absolutely amazing and very exciting about that. And congrats on even doing two books at the same time. And uh, God bless you, Ben. And uh, please take us out. We are soldiers in the army. We have to fight until we have to die. Well, we have to fight on children till the day that we die. Oh, well, my mother was a soldier. She had her hand on the gospel plow. One day she got weary. She couldn't fight anymore. She said, I'll just stand here and fight on anyhow. Who is that and what song is that? I don't know. Some very brave African-American woman, probably Aunt Jemima. <laughs> God bless you all. We will see everybody Saturday night. Have a great rest. Of you. Have a great night and be safe out there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.